What's going on? Welcome to this edition of Build Your Tribe. Today we're talking about pricing. How do you come up with the right price? Is it time to change your price? Or maybe you've just created an offer or you've got a service that you want to make available to the public. How is it people figure out how to price things? Let's do it. Instagram is its own beast. It is so huge. It's like five platforms in one. How do we take a platform that changes almost every week and help people? The answer is we need to create a membership site. And that's exactly what we did. We created a club, a membership portal, a place for people like you who want to know just specifically about Instagram. Maybe you showed up on the platform a little after everybody else did and you feel so behind the eight ball. Or maybe you love Instagram, it's your jam, but you just don't have the time to read the case studies and to constantly be figuring out how the algorithm is changing. Like you literally need someone to do all of that research for you. You need a place where you can log in, you can type your query, and a tutorial that has been filmed within the last couple of weeks pops up that teaches you exactly how to do it. Brock and I will be going live inside the Insta Club Hub. This is a membership site that is going to blow your mind if you're trying to reach more people, the right kind of people, like real, live, targeted followers, the kind of people who want to do business with you. And you want to do that on Instagram. You want to take advantage of the Instagram algorithm. Insta Club Hub is for you and you're going to be blown away. To learn more, go to instaclubhub.com. That's instaclubhub.com. And of course, there's a clickable link in our show notes to make it really simple for you. So let's talk about pricing. This is one of the areas that so many entrepreneurs struggle with. I know I myself did. The first story I want to share with you is when I came to Southern California and I decided I wanted to be a personal trainer. What I did was ask around to figure out what everyone else was charging, and I determined what my price would be based on going lower than everybody else. Not the best pricing strategy. And I'll just tell you transparently that the reason why I did that is because I didn't value what it was I had to offer. A classic case of imposter syndrome. Now, I was a very confident individual. I was even confident in my own knowledge and ability, but when I thought of other people who did the same thing that I was doing, I thought about how much more experienced they were. I thought about how much more well-known they were, and that made me feel like I didn't belong there and that I didn't deserve to charge the same rate that some of my competitors were charging. So I charged $40 an hour when I knew there were other trainers charging a minimum of $65 an hour. Today, I pay my own personal trainer $185 an hour. And there are still trainers out there charging $40 an hour. And here we are 20 years later. I would bet that there are trainers out there, maybe even trainers listening to this episode right now, who are charging an hour, and they're far more knowledgeable and perhaps even more experienced than the trainers who are charging $175, $200, $500 an hour. And if that higher-priced trainer has a full schedule, they also are enjoying a lot more freedom. Ultimately, isn't that why you became an entrepreneur? I mean, you didn't become an entrepreneur because you want a high-paying job that you don't have any benefits or vacation time from. 
you became an entrepreneur. You've become an entrepreneur. You're planning on becoming an entrepreneur because you want freedom. There is nothing wrong with charging more and charging appropriately for your valuable service or offering because it's not about money. It's about what it is you offer, what it is you provide, the value that you provide, and the freedom that you deserve. Before I go into strategy regarding pricing, I have to go into the psychology, your psychology when it comes to a money mindset. Nine times out of 10, when working with my own clients and the members of the Marketing Impact Academy, I find that they struggle to set their pricing appropriately, not because of the perceived value of their service or offering, but because of their own money mindset their own beliefs that they don't deserve it, their own self-doubt and feelings that they are an imposter. How do you get over that? By getting over it, by not making it about you, by asking yourself, why? Why are you doing this in the first place? Who? Who are you doing this for? I know you're not doing it just for you. You're doing it because you want to provide for your family. You want to provide for yourself. You want to provide for your legacy. You want to do more. That is noble. It is respectable. And you need to focus on that as opposed to focusing on your own negative beliefs as it pertains to money and your own level of excellence, your own personal value. How much you charge has nothing to do with how long you've been doing this, your degree, your website, where you live, what you look like, even who you've worked with in the past. What you charge is based on value. And the first thing I want you to think about is how much do you value your free time? How much do you value the opportunity to provide for your family, to provide for other people? But let's talk about what not to do when establishing your price. Number one, never just pick a number out of a hat. You definitely want to put some research into any number that you select. Also, it is best to select a number that is not a round number, such as $100 or $50 or even $55. It's always best to come up with a number that feels a little odd. And I don't mean an odd number versus an even number. I mean, not a round number. So I wouldn't price something at $100. Instead, you would want to price it at $99 or better yet, $99.87. That feels like it's been discounted. And there's a large group of consumers myself included, who tend to round things down in our mind. So like if something is priced at $57.25, in my mind, I round that down to $50. Some people round up and some of us round down. But just picking a random number out of a hat because that number sounds good or it looks good could land you in a whole heap of trouble and it could prevent you from profiting on your product, service, or offering. So before we even start talking about value, let's talk about hard costs, the hard costs associated with producing this product, service, or offering. And that shouldn't just include your time. It should include anything that went into the labor, research, education, knowledge, development, production, creation, including what you've invested in other people, cost of doing business, cost of advertising, cost of shipping, packaging, storage, marketing and business operations in relationship to this product, service, or offering. If you're not including all of these things, it's going to make it very difficult, very challenging for you to actually profit from your product, 
service or offering. Now, granted, there's some math involved and some projections. So for example, if you're going to price this widget that you've created and you figure out, well, it's cost me, I don't know, just coming up with a round number, $5,000 to produce this widget. And that includes the storage of it, the research, the development, the trademarking, the office space that I have, the people that I've hired, like all those things cost me $5,000. The next question you have to ask yourself is, what is the minimum number? What is the lowest conservative number I think that I can sell in the next year? Not an outrageous, not like my big goal of how many I think I can sell, but like realistically, based on the amount that I want to spend on advertising or based on the amount of social media following I have and the exposure that I have, what is a realistic, but perhaps a more conservative estimation of how many I can sell in the next year? Take that number and divide into it your hard costs associated. Maybe it's unrealistic for you to be able to recoup your costs over the course of a full year. Maybe you need to be able to recoup your costs over the course of the next three months, or you're going to file for bankruptcy. If that's the case, well, then you've got to set your price much higher, and you need to estimate the realistic, conservative, however, number of people or units, et cetera, that you're going to be able to move in the next three months. And that's the number you want to start with. Start with that number so that you don't end up putting yourself further into the red. It's also never a good idea to solely select your price based on what your competitors are doing. As I mentioned in my example, I originally selected the first price that I charged people for personal training based on what everyone else was doing. And then I went lower than that. It is, however, advisable to get a sense of what competitors are charging because that tells you a little bit about what the market is willing to pay. It doesn't tell you everything about what the market is willing to pay. And a wonderful example of this is based on value. Think about a woman's purse. Average woman's purse probably costs around $25. The average woman is buying her purse from Target or a website or a large department store. But as you and I both know, there are plenty of women, maybe you are one of them who's carrying a purse that's worth over $200 or $300. Or maybe you're carrying a Louis Vuitton valued at over $1,500 or a $5,000 Gucci bag or a $10,000 Chanel bag. Or maybe you're on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and you're carrying a Birkin bag. Birkin bags, very popular amongst the elite, range anywhere from 30000 all the way up to half a million dollars. Could you just gag? Sorry, I don't mean to offend anyone who's listening, but I just do not understand carrying a purse that costs more than what most people make annually. Don't even get me started. I swear to you, on both my children's lives, someone could knock on the door right now and say, we want to give you this gift of a Birkin bag. And I would say, I do not want it. Can we sell it? and use the proceeds for something more reasonable. Sorry, no judgment. I just don't get it. But there is a large segment of the population that not only is willing to pay top dollar, they want to pay top dollar because it says something about who we are. And that's my point. Have you ever had a $7 haircut? I have. Have you ever had a $100 haircut? I've had one of those too. And you do feel like there is something very special when you're paying that much money for something you normally can get for $7 when you 
You get a $7 haircut, it does feel a lot different psychologically than when we get a $100 haircut. And that is why it is also very important that you never focus exclusively on what you believe your target audience presumed budget is for this product, service, or offering. In fact, oftentimes, the way you price your product, service, or offering will attract a different type of customer. One of our Marketing Impact Academy members is a licensed psychologist. And on average, a licensed psychologist can charge anywhere from $125 to $200 per hour. This client had developed a very particular style of therapy based on a practice of EMDR, which stands for eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. They began working with high-performing individuals, a lot of entrepreneurs, people who were type A, very successful, people who didn't have the time nor the desire to spend weeks, months, and years doing talk therapy. These are the kinds of individuals to whom time is money. They don't want to mess around. They want to get to the point. They want to fix their problem as quickly as possible and have it be done with. So she began practicing and experimenting with a form of EMDR that she now calls an EMDR intensive. Through trial and error, she learned that she could do two hours of EMDR. And because the reprocessing and desensitization happens in the session as opposed to talk therapy, now again, I'm speaking in layman's terms, but as opposed to talk therapy where you're going to process it and decompress and think about things and make sense of things in the week or so between appointments with EMDR, you're actually doing that during the session. Well, what she discovered is that she could take people through a two-hour session, do multiple sessions of EMDR within that two-hour block, and basically give people the same relief that they might have in a two-hour EMDR session that might otherwise take two weeks to two months. Through further testing and experimentation, she figured out that there was about a five-day threshold of doing these two-hour EMDR intensives. High-performing individuals could now come and spend five days with her doing just two hours per day, five days in a row, and have the equivalent of what in the past would take anywhere between five months and five years for people to have the same type of results that they were having with these five-day intensives. A less experienced entrepreneur might just think to themselves, okay, let's see if the average psychologist can charge, let's say, $125 or $200 an hour, then I should probably just be charging $400 per day. $400 a day times five days is $2,000. So should she have priced her five-day intensive at $2,000? Well, if she was looking at what the average person expects to pay for the average psychology services, yeah, she might have set her rates at $2,000 and attracted the average person, but she wasn't doing that. She wanted to attract someone who would really show up and do the work, who was very invested in making that transformation in a short period of time. She was looking for people who were serious, who wanted a permanent solution and whose time was money. I worked with her to help figure out, okay, what are the hard costs associated in doing all the trials, in submitting the research, in getting this form of EMDR approved by the official EMDR organization? You'll have to forgive me. I don't know what that official title is, 
but there was a lot that went into it. In addition to that, she factored in the number of hours that she would spend post-session and pre-session preparing for these clients and the follow-up calls, the intake questionnaire, the studying that went into preparing for each EMDR intensive before they arrived in town. In total, she estimated that she was spending between five and seven hours per day when she had a single EMDR client for a five-day period. Based on that number, she estimated that her weekly charge for a five-day EMDR intensive needed to be $7,000 just to cover her own personal hours. Setting her rates at $7,000 attracts a very particular type of individual. As you might expect, initially, this made her really uncomfortable. She didn't know anyone else who was charging $7,000 for five days. So she set her prices at $6,500. But here's my advice to her. Anyone who can and is willing to and understands the value of the transformation you're going to provide for them in five days and the proven results that you've been able to achieve with your other clients, anyone who's willing to pay $6,500, frankly, is willing to pay $10,000. I'm happy to report to you that she nearly sold out every single one of her spots at $6,500 her first year. Since that time, based on what she's begun to understand the value of what it is she provides, and of course that combined with the demand, she's been able to raise her rates to $10,000 for a five-day intensive. She's also employed a technique that I recommend everyone think about, and that is to use an anchor offer. Anchoring is when we lead with our highest price point, the all-inclusive, the all the bells and whistles, the most expensive package. When we lead with that amount, it kind of sets the tone for anything that comes after it. Today, she offers an exclusive package that includes the five-day EMDR intensive plus a series of follow-up calls, a six-month checkup, transportation to and from your hotel, plus your hotel stay. The established anchor price for the all-inclusive kind of concierge VIP experience is $15,000. When we hear the higher price, and it includes all the bells and whistles, the things we think to ourselves, well, I mean, I could probably get my own car, my own Uber to and from the hotel. I could probably book my own hotel and maybe even find a cheaper hotel. I don't know if I need all the follow-up calls. What is the next available package rate? So if you're hearing $15,000 for a package and what it is you really want is the five-day intensive, in other words, the base package or the base model for talking in terms of cars, then you might say to yourself, gosh, $10,000 is a bargain. It all becomes relative. When it comes to pricing, value is everything. And value is more than what we think people will pay for something or the hard costs associated with producing that service product or offer. Value is how we make people feel. Value is reputation. Value is also based on demand, exclusivity, and the experience. Research has shown that by anchoring your most popular package or pricing, with a anchor product or service, something that's of course higher price and includes all the bells and whistles, that you will see a 
400% conversion in your most popular offering. Next, don't forget how important naming is when it comes to your product, service, or offering. Research has shown that proper naming of your product, service, or offering can increase conversions by up to 27%. The name itself needs to convey value, which is why my Marketing Impact program is not just called Marketing Impact. It's not called the Marketing Impact Course, the Marketing Impact Summit. It is an academy. It is not a course. When it comes to pricing, more often than not, we are afraid to charge what we know the true value is because we assume that people won't pay that. The average person won't pay that. But you've got to ask yourself if you're looking for the average customer. Maybe you are. Maybe you want to serve the average ideal customer. When it comes to the Marketing Impact Academy, I know that its value is well in excess of $20,000 without question. I can say that with utter confidence. However, I'm working to serve the average new entrepreneur. And by average, I don't mean average. I mean above average. I mean, you guys are really smart and you're intelligent and you're motivated. If I were to charge $20,000, its true value, it would be impossible for me to serve the person who I want to work with the person who actually gets sweaty palms and has to think about it and they're more invested because it's difficult for them to come up with that $3,000 investment. Because it's more difficult for that person to come up with that investment, they are more likely to apply themselves, to see the value in it, to see and feel the significance of it and to keep themselves accountable. Ultimately, when it comes to price, one of the best ways to figure out where to start is by talking to your audience, your community. Again, if you don't have a big social media following, you need to make sure that you are involved in those communities where your people are. Join the Facebook groups. Be actively involved on the pages of other entrepreneurs and other brands that attract your community. Talk to people. Pull your own social media following. Ask them what it would be worth for your product or service. Describe it in detail. Describe the bells and whistles, the extra options, and get a true sense of how people value your product, service, or offering. Then ultimately, you've just got to pick a price and go with it. I will say this. It's much easier to discount your price and reduce your price than it is to increase it. But that's not to say that you can't increase it. We've personally had both things happen. So for example, when my infomercials first went on TV, the very first infomercial I ever created was called Turbo Jam. And we sold, I think it was like a seven series exercise program. I believe it was priced around $149. You got DVDs. Today, the infomercial that is currently running on TV for me, Payo, that is a free offer. Literally, it's free. You text the number, I think, PIO to 303030, and that gives you a free trial offer to do the digital version of PIO. Why? Because times have changed. Fitness is so incredibly saturated that Beachbody, my partner with PIO, has learned that just selling the fitness component itself isn't profitable enough. They have to make sure that there's a back end in order to make that program profitable. Times have changed. The price is reduced. We've had to do that with our own offerings. So the business that my husband and I operate together called Phase It Up, 
It's a habit-based healthy lifestyle program. Originally, I think we originally charged something like $49 a month. And today, I believe it's less than $19 a month. That took us over a year and a half of experimenting with pricing and then watching to see what our attrition was. How long were people staying in the program? At what price point could we keep people in there as long as possible? And then, of course, once we had a lot more people in the program, we were able to reduce the price, get more people in, and see that they were staying with their membership longer. Now, the opposite is true of Marketing Impact Academy. With that program, as we continue to add more professors, more content, more mini courses inside the academy, its value continues to skyrocket. And we have incrementally increased the price of the academy, not exorbitant. It's not a huge price increase, but we've been able to have an incremental price increase every single year and continue to see enrollment grow. And that is because our value continues to increase. Ultimately, when it comes to pricing, you can't be afraid to charge what you know is the value. I always tell people, it should feel like every single time you're using this thing, my product, my service, or my offering, you should feel like you owe me some money. It's that good. It's that valuable. You can't believe you got it. I should feel good about the price that I'm charging, and you should feel like you got the better end of the deal. I want you to be confident and bold in the way that you price your programs, but just as with everything in business, hear me clearly, you can change this. You can change your price. You can increase your price. You can decrease your price. You can offer a payment plan, an anchor offering. You can change the name of your program. You could split test your pricing. But ultimately, this is entrepreneurship. It's about testing and experimenting and playing and paying attention to what's working and what's not working and knowing that you have not only permission, but an obligation to experiment. Don't be afraid to set your price. You know your value. Ask for it. Thanks for listening to this edition of Build Your Tribe. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. All right, we'll talk to you guys soon. 